Hi, I'm Pastor Adam, and you're listening to the Orange United Methodist Sermon Podcast. We're a church in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, that wants to help you find your place in God's story. And we hope this sermon can guide you along that journey. Visit orangemethodist.org to find out more information about location, service times, upcoming events, and ways to give. We hope you enjoy. From the book of Luke, chapter 2. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. This taxing was first made when Serenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them at the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill to men. And it came to pass... As the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now, even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And so they came with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard as it was told unto them. The word of God for us, the, peace, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. We come to adore you, little one. On bended knee, with hopeful heart, and eyes stretched wide with wonder and awe. The gentleness of your gaze draws us into the mystery of all that lies beyond. And in that place of falling into joy, we yield all that we are to you. And we pray for those who are broken, those who seek the trembling and the rumbling tummies, the haggard spirits, and the ragged lives. For those who cling to the last best thing and those whose hearts pine for love, bless us, O Lord, whom we adore and turn our faces ever towards you. For peace, for mercy, 
for the sake of all that is holy, we come to adore you, O Christ. Amen. Good evening once again, and welcome. We are so glad you are here. I'm Pastor Corey, the Associate Minister here at Orange, and it is a joy to be with you on this most holy of nights. It is a thrill of hope. It is a thrill of hope to think about all the weary people all around the world. All the weary people all around the world, and you might be one of them tonight, who will rejoice because a baby is born. And because a baby is born, the weary world rejoices. Friends, neighbors, guests, family, we have been preparing for the last four weeks. We have been longing and yearning and journeying toward this day. We've been checking off everything on our to-do list. We have been decorating, buying presents, fulfilling traditions, baking cookies, lighting these candles. And we've been doing all of this with the best of intentions, hoping that if we do everything we can in preparation, then it will ensure that Christmas is perfect. How's it going for you so far? <laughs> well, if you are looking for a perfect Christmas, I fear you have come to the wrong story. Because tonight's story is a story of plans gone awry, of circumstances that we're not prepared for. Tonight is a story for the lowly and the wandering. Tonight is a story of finding beauty in the rawest and stinkiest of places. Tonight is a story for an imperfect world, a weary world. God, we need that story. I need this story. And I know why I need this story so desperately. I know all the best laid plans in my life that have not gone according to plan. All the things I've tried to prepare for, but something inevitably left me unprepared and overwhelmed. And that's the thing. We can try to prepare, but nothing can prepare us for the unexpected. Nothing can prepare us for a diagnosis. Nothing can prepare us for the loss of a loved one. Nothing can prepare us for a layoff. Nothing can prepare us for a divorce. Nothing can prepare us for mental illness. Nothing can prepare us for the challenges and tragedies that may come. Despite our best efforts, we are woefully unprepared to manage this thing called life. I wonder how prepared Mary and Joseph felt as they traveled from Nazareth to Bethlehem. Did they triple check their rations, making sure they had enough food? Did they meticulously count the days on the calendar to the best of their abilities, trying to gauge when the day of delivery might come? Did they send a letter beforehand, hoping it would reach a distant cousin and they could secure accommodations? I wonder how prepared they felt for that journey. And you may feel prepared for tomorrow. You may have the casserole already in the fridge. Or you may feel woefully unprepared. No matter where you find yourself tonight, we have a story to tell you. 
amid our preparation or lack thereof. Someone has been long preparing for us. Someone has been long preparing for us. Regardless of all we do or do not do, all our preparation or failure to, it is this baby. This wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, this child shows up as the host. Welcoming us, inviting us into this space, this space that has been long prepared for you. We have talked a lot about preparing this season. But if you ever had someone prepare for you, truly, have you ever had someone prepare to receive you? Have you ever felt like the guest of honor at someone's banquet? I graduated from graduate school many years ago now, and in my program, there was this epic, I mean epic, final for church history. And it was heralded, pun intended, as just the most difficult course in all of our studies there. There were these study guides that were passed around from generation to generation. They were hundreds of pages long. And so us little first years, we studied and we studied and we prepared until we just couldn't anymore. But we could have always prepared more. We showed up early that Monday morning to face our test. And you come in our building on the top floor and then you descend two flights of stairs into our large lecture hall. And as we entered the building that day to face this epic final, what we found instead of echoey empty halls were dozens of second and third year students holding signs and banners, cheering us on. They lined the staircase and then the hallway, and when we got to our lecture hall, there was the most beautiful spread of every breakfast treat you can imagine. There was coffee and juice and shouts of, you got this, and this test doesn't define you, God does. So many people telling us they'd been praying for us. We still had to take the final. <laughs> but that incredible tradition, it, it continues today. Amid all our first year preparation, or lack thereof, what we didn't know was that someone had actually been preparing for us. What a gift. What a relief to be taken care of to be taken care of, to be prepared for. Christ, Emmanuel, God with us, born to us this day in the city of David, has long been preparing for us, preparing for you, preparing to meet us in this place tonight. Because God knows we cannot do this alone regardless of where we find ourselves tonight, prepared or unprepared, sad, scared, weary, overwhelmed, angry, lonely, bitter, arrogant. This Christmas, we have been invited. 
You. You, whether this is your very first Christmas Eve service ever, or if it is your 50th, you have been invited. This table has been set. This space has been prepared for you. You are the honored guest here tonight. And this precious child is the host. Now, it may feel strange to say that because God is our honored guest, but you see, that is the miracle of Christmas. That Christ, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness and being found in human form. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. So God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name. He is Emmanuel, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. God comes to be with us, not to be served, but to serve. That's the miracle of Christmas, that regardless of our preparation, he is here. And you are here to behold him come. No matter how prepared we are, he is here and we are here to behold him come. He has come. Christ is here. And he is perfect. Christmas is perfect. And it is not because of anything we have done or left undone. He's arrived into our imperfect lives, into our wilderness to say, I am here. You are not alone any longer. I will take care of you. Lay your burdens here at this manger. I have invited you here myself. You can stop preparing, even for a moment. Rest. Rest in my arms as I rest in Mary's. Tonight, you are here, and I am with you. You are here with the shepherds, the lowly herders forgotten in the shadow of night. You are here with the magi who have wandered looking for something and found it here in this child. You are here with Mary surprised and yet unprepared. You're here with Joseph, confused and yet faithful. You're here with the angels, confident and rejoicing. You're here with all those unnamed in this story. The midwife who brought the swaddling clothes. The stranger who made room. The children who fed their families animals. You are here. God is here whether the presents are wrapped or not whether you are surrounded by loved ones or you are spending Christmas alone. He's here and he has prepared a place for you at this table. Come and eat, come and celebrate, come and rest, come and do not be weary. For Emmanuel, God is with us and he has been long preparing you to be here tonight so that you might know, so that you might believe and so that you might go and tell these words. Do not be afraid. For see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all people. 
To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. As you encounter this child tonight, may you know in your weary soul that you are so, so loved, that you are the guest of honor at his table, that you will not dine alone tonight, that you can find rest, that joy longs to hold your hand, that you are here and you have a place in this story. Behold the one who has prepared his banquet, this celebration, the one who has extended an invitation to you. Christmas is really perfect. And we didn't have to do anything to make it so. Let us pray. Thank you, scandalous God, for giving yourself to the world. Not in the powerful and extraordinary, but in weakness and the familiar. In a baby, in bread and wine, thank you for offering at Journey's End a new beginning for setting in the poverty of a stable the richest jewel of your love, for revealing in a particular place your light for all the nations. Thank you for bringing us to Bethlehem, house of bread, where the empty are filled and the filled are empty, where the poor find riches and the rich recognize their poverty, where all who hold out their hands are fed. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon. Please join us again next week. In the meantime, you can find us online at orangemethodist.org.